Hello and welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about... What are we going to be talking about? Good questions. Um, shh, I have a secret. Let's get started. <laughs> Sorry, can I help myself? Customer service is a pretty hot topic and can make or break your business. And I'm telling you, yes, it does. Because when you got pretty bad one, you don't want to call back. Consumers have little patience for lousy customer service and easily get uh, tired of waiting in long lines, trying to get a live person on a line. Oh my goodness, yes. Some automated system make it nearly impossible. It's like going to battle. Every time you want to call a specific business, it's like, good lordy. Now I'm going to have to wait 20 minutes in order to do, to talk to somebody. But it makes you jump through so many hoops and automated system that can answer your question you don't need. And you ask for customer service and they're like, but what is your topic in your customer service? Because we cannot transfer you to the right person. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I just want to talk to a human being. Let me talk to a human being. Sorry. <laughs> Kind of a little trigger, isn't it, Emma? You need therapy on the customer service. Not really. Just need to talk to a human being. So, going through an interrogation to return something or trying to communicate through a language barrier. Oh, yes, you got the one with the accent right here. <laughs> so, I'm laughing because I'm going to tell you something. When you do, I have an accent, you can hear, everybody can hear it, seriously. So, you know, I'm not born and bred here in the U.S. at all. But it's hilarious when I have an accent and I have somebody with an accent that I have to talk to. And I burst in laugh because I'm like, even myself, I don't understand at all. I'm like, good Lord, two people with an accent, that doesn't do a good combo when you talk to, to, talk to somebody at all. So, it's always fun when you're hearing it's like what i don't understand you can you repeat slowly and they get upset i'm like i don't understand what you're saying it's not my fault myself i have to slow down because when i speak too fast and i'm overly excited on the projects and i'm like yes we're gonna do this and people look at me like what put a break on emma because i understood the first sentence the middle zero the end less so Language barrier, and to be honest, <laughs> there is nothing about, and I don't want to hear people say, oh, that's racist. It's not racist. Is trying to take the time to understand somebody. So if the person or the persons have an accent or don't articulate, which makes it very hard to understand, and they are mumbling, it's very difficult. So for customer service, you have to be very clear when you're talking. You have to be deliberate so everybody can understand you. Otherwise, it's very difficult. And for the client as well, if you have an accent, and I have witnessed, I even have somebody who a long time ago, they had an accent, I could not understand. And they wear a mask on the top of it. I said, can you remove the mask because I don't understand you? And the guy looked at me and said, you're mean. I was like, I'm not mean. I just don't understand you at all there is a difference to be mean to ask somebody remove your mask you're seven feet from me but 
I cannot hear you. Speak louder because it's muffled by your mask. Seriously. So if you provide them with a simple, efficient, pleasant experience, they will revisit your business over and over. More importantly, they will tell everyone they know, which is true. Customer service, and I know some people, I worked in retail, so I know, okay? When For five minutes, we should train people for not even five minutes, for a month, month and a half, especially at the time of the holidays, have people who have never experienced, who are very mean to, uh, um, to people working in retail and customer service to be on the other side of the line or the counter. And they will experience how nasty some people are. You have people who are fantastic. And there are some people, it's like, oh, good lordy. Those are the crazies we don't want to deal with who are mean, rude, have no patience, and will treat you lower than dirt. So, you know, customer service, and I do bow to, to those guys as well. Being in a retail and having experienced that, you need a lot of patience to deal with people. If you have an issue, and I'm telling you right now, and I've had issues where really upset about some things, but I never took it on the person. I was maybe very dry cut, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm upset about this. It's not about you. It's about the situation right here, so don't take it personally. Then that cool off, because the person doesn't, you know, being punched every five minutes via the phone or on the front, on the front of people being, you know, treated like dirt. It's you, you have to be a specific type of people to do that, seriously. If you don't agree with me, then observe them in your grocery stores or in retail. It's, it is totally unpleasant uh, at, at time. There is some great experience you have with wonderful people, but some of them are, oh boy, they make you think what you're doing here. So, there are three secrets to good customer service. I was ready to have to say, get a cocktail first. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first one we're going to conquer is knowing exactly what you want. You are the captain of the ship and the visionary for the future of your business. So you need to have a clear defined plan for your business and that include customer service. There are three main goals you need to consider. It needs to be easy for your customer to do business with you. Again, you're not going to put some gold in Fork Knox. Neither remove some gold from Fork Knox. That's the deal. Make it easy. You can do this with advertised discount kiosk, your website and other technology-based program to help them shop. Doing business with you needs to be a warm and pleasant experience. And I can tell you, if it's not that warm and fuzzy experience, they're not coming back, or I'm not. Your staff has to be knowledgeable, approachable, warm, and patient. Again, customer service is not for everybody. I'm telling you right now, per experience, I will not spend 10 hours smiling at people because I can't do that. I'm like, after five minutes, I'm like, I'm going to bang my head on the counter and that will be it. So no, not everybody is good at customer service. Not everybody is good at singing. Not everybody is good at being a visionary or business owner. Not everybody is good at everything. So pick and choose the right person. Your customers need to feel like they are getting a good value for their time and money. 
perceived value goes beyond the price of the products and extend to their shopping experience. So if you go to some stores, and I have a horrifying, I'm going to tell you a horrifying story that I heard and I was at Target and I just, again, when you're on the floor and I, I will not describe everything in that horrifying conversation because I put my stuff and I'm like, I'm not touching anything that girl touched. Seriously. When you are working in retails and you're out public, and I know a lot of people are forgetting that, actually. They get so comfortable that they will talk about their personal life that, you know, you don't want your customers to hear. Especially when we talk illness. And I'm talking young teenage kids, okay? Like 16, 17, 18, 20s, okay? In their 20s. Working at a store in a West Target. And I heard... Her health situation, I got horrified <laughs> because I'm like, okay, girl, nobody needs to know what kind of disease you're carrying or who gave you what, seriously. Two, you are in, she was in Southline, which is the closing area. I'm like, well, good, because I will not be buying any clothes anytime soon here. <laughs> Sorry. But sometimes you, you really have to understand you're not at home. So do not tell if you're sick, if there is something wrong. Nobody wants to hear it. If there is a health issues, then you, maybe you need to work at the store. Maybe you don't. But please do not share this in public. The customers don't want to hear it because they're not going to come back either. <laughs> so that's something I had to share that. I <laughs> could not help myself. Now, number three, change your mind, set and ask yourself, how can I not afford to do these things? This should not be a question of expenses, but making and keep happy customers. So again, you don't need to have somebody with a bottle of champagne popping a bottle every five minutes, but the experience of just saying hello, an eye contact, a smile, for me, when I was in retail and even on overnight, because I remember when I, and I was like a few decades ago, I was working on overnight. I had a day, I had about two jobs. I had two jobs for a very long time. And um, I, uh, I worked on overnight. So the first, you know, first few nights, I was saying hello to people. But okay, this is overnight. This is not middle of the day. So imagine the face of some of those people who do not want to talk, looking at me like, what is wrong with her? So I quickly understood within a couple of days that, well, first of all, you don't have to say hello to those guys. You don't approach. You just smile. Pass, smile. And that works. And for the overnight, unless somebody approach you and ask for something, then uh, you say, or they pass by you and you can say hello. But most of the people who were shopping on overnight, they don't look at you weird. So there is a way to experience, but the eye contact, not the employee putting their head down because they don't want to deal with you. The eye contact, the smile, and the greeting works very great. Make them feel like when they have a questions, then you're interested. I have several people in the past who asked me for specific things because he was uh, was working in a supermarket, so um, food. And I was talking with them, and they were asking for product they were not on the shelf, and or asked for product they were not on the shelf, and we did not carry it. And I mentioned to them, I said, well, let me check with the manager. I will put a note and see if we can order it. I said, I cannot promise you anything, but 
I can try and see if we can bring it in. If we bring it in, then it could be here within a week or two. And I will let you know, if I saw them the following week and I heard back saying, no, we cannot have it, then I will let them know we cannot get it because it's a corporate store, because of this and that, or because there is no way or it's too expensive or whatever the deal was. So again, give them the experience. That's the deal. Don't ignore them. So that's something you have to see. Again, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars or millions of dollars on a customer experience. It has to be with the demeanor. It's encouraging people. And I guess I said, when you hire people, you have to realize what works and doesn't work. And not everybody is, is cut out for customer service. I have people who do not want to talk to customers, who hate quote-unquote customers, meaning they don't want to interact with people. They're better behind a computer doing what they're supposed to do, and that's it. So with these uh, thoughts in mind, you also need to take a few things into consideration. When deciding on the actual program and standards you will put into place, share your customer service vision with the rest of your staff. Okay, so sometimes you have to brain a storm because not everything works with everybody because some companies or um, I would say the, uh, contractors come in and you hire them to help you for the strategy, for anything, and they came with their, um, their playbook. The problem with their playbook, it might not fit your company standard and your vision. However, you can take what they got as the base and start to make your own. Again, Listen to your customers as well, because the voice of the customer, the VOC, is very important. Connect your incentive program and bonuses directly to customer service. If you encourage people and have bonuses, trust me, they're going to be nicer on the phone or talking to your customer more than anything else. Monitor the level of customer service your staff is putting out. Again, this could be the VOC, voice of the customers, because uh, some of them, you can leave a message, you can go back online and fill out a survey, or you can directly do it uh, in a store and just say, hey, by the way, Mary here was an absolutely outstanding person. She did a great job in customer service. Thank you so much. I will come back. Those are instant gratification that people were in a retail, in a customer service world, we're greatly appreciated. Then you do it face-to-face -face on the phone. I do it quite often on the phone because I have people who are absolutely unbelievable and I, have was more than, I was more than happy to thank them. And you know what? He made their day. There is some people that totally I made their day. And it was just like, well, I'm happy I did because you did a great job. Again, customer service is not a glamorous job is a very hard job. This is how you can take the negativity, the anger, the frustration of a client and stay calm and continue to be poised, pleasant. Even though in your head you want to say a lot of bad words, but you stay polite and you take it. That takes a lot in a person. Again, not everybody is cut to do this. So, when you're done monitoring the level of customer service your staff is putting out, uh, know when you can ignore what your customer wants. So some customers are going to be a royal pain because they want the nitsy dootsy dootsy that is not 
for your uh, doesn't have add any value purpose to any value to your business that doesn't this is not a proposition value this is not an improvement this is what we call it a waste of time but you're going to listen to them and that's it so you need to make the distinction any feedback you're going to receive doesn't mean you have to act on it act to the one that have benefits and overall benefits for your company so this is where you know when you can ignore what your customer wants because some of them is going to want the moon and you don't have the moon you have the sun so you go for the sun because that's more towards where you uh, you're gearing to it so continuously focus on your goals as well now that you know what you want you can start thinking about how to meet those wants and create a positive customer service experience the key is being a good leader the key is understanding and that's why some of the best leaders you will see as well have the understanding and they have done that job as well customer service i've done that do i feel like i could do that every day oh freak no that is asking for too much because as i said there is some very good day there is some very bad day you're going to deal with customers that come into the store they're so frustrated and I talked uh, actually in the past about it on my blogs. They will come specifically or get on a phone and they will launch their negativity into the face or via the phone to someone. Not because they're being triggered by a situation with a customer service person itself, but they need to release their negativity and they don't know how to release that stress. So they go to the first person they know best and instead of going back home and yell at everybody, they go first to somebody else's in a retail world. I have stopped people actually. I have push back people when they did that to me and they were surprised. I'm like, no, you're not talking to me this way and you're not going to get me fired either, but you're not talking to me this way. And I did walk away. I'm like, that's not happening. Or I have people who talk to me and I turn around and say, I'm sorry, are you talking to me now? I say, are you sure it's me? Because you better not. <laughs> it's like, nope. Then you get the communication and the people cross correct themselves. But when it comes down to customer service, you need to support your team. You want them to be able to give a good experience to your client. However, the horrible clients you got, then you need to really, um, what do you call it? Put your foot down on those customers and really cross correct them as well. Even though if they're going to say, I'm going to lose your job, I'm going to say, that. I'm like, well, I'm going to lose your, uh, you're going to lose business with me. I'd rather you lose business than I do business with somebody who's that horrible. I have a company that I know actually, that uh, it's uh, um, interstellar digital, then I really like, uh, if you mistreat their employees and you're a client, they will drop you. And it doesn't matter if you're a $100,000 company or a billion dollar company, they have dropped huge companies because they were disrespectful to their team. That to me, is a great way that people appreciate to work with you. When you work with customer service, the customer is right, but not all of the time. And there is a way to treat people. Because if those individuals, and I hope you're listening and maybe passing on to those who are crabby customers, do the work as a customer service, they will understand how to treat others with respect. So, like me, if I'm in a bad mood because I see something that really stresses me out or pisses me off for some unknown reason, then that will say to the customer service first, 
I'm sorry, I'm in a bad mood. Don't take it personally if I'm short with you. It's not you, it's the situation right here. And I'm very frustrated. When you alert the person, then you get a better response and you start to control how you react. Doesn't mean it works every day, but it more it works at 99.9%. Oh, you lock your jaw and you're ready to just say some great flourish words in your mind. That's what it's all about. So think about customer service and how you can bring that experience. Put yourself in a foot of your in a put your, put yourself in a foot. Yeah, we could put in ourselves in a foot for some unknown reason. Switch the roles and become the client. That's one thing that I talked actually uh, into the uh, presentation I had for the Chamber of Commerce was, you know, the buyer's journey. One of the first thing we need to do, even as a business owners, is to put yourself in your buyer's shoes. Same thing here. How do you want to be treated uh, um, if you're dealing with your own customer service? How would you like to be treated? And you're going to say, well, with respect. Okay. So you need to train people. And the people who cannot be in a customer service, move them out to that position. Find the right people. I know it's not easy every day because you're going to say, well, yes, I cannot find the right person. But try to find that person or try to train those people that you got in customer service. Because again, it takes a special person to do this. Seriously. And kudos to those guys. Because that's not easy every day. So if you're having a hard time deciding on what you want, the tools, resources, and coaches in our guide tool can help you define the wants and needs of your company in relationship to customer service. So... If you need um, any further information, you can connect with me at edg-associate.com. Uh, you can connect with me on, uh, I was right earlier, on Alignable, because I do exist on Alignable. Yes, I'm one of the local ambassadors here. Um, also, you can connect with me on TweetTweet. I know you will see the doggies. And uh, also, um, what do we talk again? I don't remember what we talk again. On TweetTweet, Facebook, Instagram. No, TweetTweet, the dogs are not there. It's on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. See, this is where I'm switching, uh, uh, what you said, view, because I have my computer on the front of me, and I, I have two windows. So I'm looking at the windows. They're like, okay, I'm getting distracted. But I'm not going to cut this either, so you can see and listen what's happening here. It's even more entertaining than ever. But... Uh, if you need to connect with me, again, Alignable, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and um, directly with, via my website. So on our next podcast, what are we going to be talking on our next podcast after our secrets? We are going to be talking about, oh, we're going to reveal another secret. Oh, my goodness. Cannot wait for it. So all my love, guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Podcast.